Oh, do I? I look Muslim. First of all, you don't even call it hijabs. Muslim call them Muslim women call them kimars. So yes, you're you're exactly right though. It is a hijab. You stole it from Jewish women. I am a Jewish woman. So how do you tell me that I look Muslim because I'm wearing what my people have been wearing since the beginning of time? You stole it. How do you steal someone's culture and make a whole religion out of it and then have the nerve to come and tell me that I look like you when I have it on? When you stole it from me, your prophet stole it from me. Everything that you do comes from me. It's a stolen religion. Don't you understand that? That your prophet is a thief and a robber like his father Lucifer. That's all he is, is a thief and a robber. Know and understand that. When you bow before your pagan God, you're doing it because prophet Muhammad stole that from the way that my Hebrews were taught to pray. There were Muslims will tell you that. Oh, we pray the way that Jesus prayed. We pray the way that Jesus prayed. Well, Jesus was around before Muhammad, wasn't he? So that means you stole the way that Jesus prayed and copied him. You're a copycat. You're Jesus's copycat. If you stole the God from Abraham, you don't think they stole everything else? Muhammad is a thief. He stole it all. Like I said, a thief and a robber. Get off my page. I'm tired of you talking about me having my hijab on after you stole it from me. This is where ignorance gets you. Get Do your research. You don't even know who you're following. Evidently, you don't even know what, why you wear the things that you wear or where it came from. Do your research and you won't open your ignorant peasant mouth next time. Your false prophet is a liar and you have followed a liar and you're going to follow him to where he is right now. You will meet him there and that's a promise from the gates of heaven. Bismillah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. What you guys are about to witness is going to be crazy, to be honest. But we're going to dissect four clips, inshallah. So without further ado, let's get into it. Oh, do I? I look Muslim. First of all, you don't even call it hijabs. Muslim call them, Muslim women call them kimars. So yes, you're, you're exactly right though. It is a hijab. You stole it from Jewish women. I am a Jewish woman. So how do you tell me that I look Muslim because I'm wearing what my people have been wearing since the beginning of time? You stole it. How do you steal someone's culture and make a whole religion out of it and then have the nerve to come and tell me that I look like you when I have it on? When you stole it from me, your prophet stole it from me. Everything that you do comes from me. It's a stolen religion. Don't you understand that? That your prophet is a thief and a robber like his father Lucifer. That's all he is, is a thief and a robber. Know and understand that. When you bow before your pagan God, you're doing it because prophet Muhammad stole that from the way that my Hebrews were taught to pray. There were Muslims will tell you that. Oh, we pray the way that Jesus prayed. We pray the way that Jesus prayed. Well, Jesus was around before Muhammad, wasn't he? So that means you stole the way that Jesus prayed and copied him. You're a copycat. You're Jesus's copycat. If you stole the God from Abraham, you don't think they stole everything else? Muhammad is a thief. He stole it all. Like I said, a thief and a robber. Get off my page. I'm tired of talking about me having my hijab on after you stole it from me. This is where ignorance gets you. Get Do your research. You don't even know who you're following. Evidently, you don't even know what, why you wear the things that you wear or where it came from. Do your research and you won't open your ignorant peasant mouth next time. Your false prophet is a liar and you have followed a liar and you're going to follow him to where he is right now. You will meet him there and that's a promise from the gates of heaven. This this lady need to calm down. Yeah. 
But may hey, may may Allah bless her for wearing the hijab. Allahumma amin. But may Allah guide her, bro, amin. to the right aqidah. Yeah. Allahumma amin. Hey, look, I I just want to say something real quick. I want to say something real quick. Where would anyone get the idea that the Prophet Muhammad, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, peace be upon him, is a follower of Lucifer, of Shaitan, the devil, like. Are you serious? Like, where where would one get this idea if they actually looked into Islam? She didn't, though. Yeah, that's the thing. It's funny she was talking about ignorance and like, oh, you don't know where you got it from. And then, where are you getting what you're saying? Yeah. It's kind of Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of this, this is what they have to do. Think about it. You can't intellectually refute something. You can't academically refute something. You can't refute it using the sources that they have. What do you do? It's from the devil. It's what all Christians do. That's, that's how they justify Islam. It's from the devil. It's from Satan. Jesus said mm -hmm. they're going to be false prophets and stuff. And Muhammad is just one of them. And it's like, is this your refutation that you, you're using your blind faith? She clearly has blind faith. You're using your blind faith, your misguidance, and then you're putting it onto, you know, to basically say in the long run that everything else is false from the devil, this, that, the other. Is this how you live your life? That... I'm right, and anything that disagrees with me is from the devil. Hmm. That's all of that baffles me. All Abrahamic women from the jump, bro, off of Jump Street, were wearing hijab, were covering up, were observing hijab because it's not just a headscarf or whatever. So I don't know if she understands that or even knows that. But to think that, okay, because people at the time of Isa or Ibrahim were wearing hijab, and because of that, you know, Jews are supposed to wear hijab, Christians are supposed to be modest too. Maryam Mother Mary had hijab. And because of that, us having it makes us thieves. What? We that pray the way Jesus prays, Isa salam prays, so we're, we're copycats, we're thieves. Or it's does it just so, mean that come on now. there's only one true way of doing things? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's so sad, subhanAllah. It's it's very sad. And it, it's crazy if you think about it. Like she's she's clearly a Hebrew Israelite, right? Mm. But she's honestly the first one I've ever seen in my life to claim that the Prophet is not a prophet of God, that Islam is a false religion, that it's from Lucifer, and that the hijab has been stolen. She's the first one I've ever heard. Mm. All the bro, people I spoke to. Yeah. I mean, yo, if, if this is what if this what blows your mind, bro, just wait for the other clips. Oh, my God. Oh, no, bro, I don't even think we need to put other clips. Share some facts about Islam. Because every time I put a video out with information on it, they get it blocked. Multiple people are coming here reporting my videos, and I'm not doing anything but speaking the truth. But because they don't want the truth to get out about their profit, they keep reporting me and getting my videos banned. So I'm going to make another video just to make sure that my facts can stay up here on my platform. Um, The first fact I want to point out about the Nation of Islam is they say that they follow about the what the, the nation, nation of, of islam the nation of islam are you absolutely intellectually that's not islam yeah, that's not even it. remotely islam yeah are you bro i had to oh pause this video because God. are you kidding me yeah. the first you you literally had us so convinced that you were going to refute us and then you said the first thing about the nation of islam what <laughs> that's like me saying 
I'm going to refute Judaism. The first thing about the Hebrew Israelites, you know, I'm Jew or Christian. You don't know what you're doing, but my platform. Yeah. Um, the first fact that I want to point out about the nation of Islam is they say that they follow the God of Abraham, Abraham's God. That's they say that's their God. But for some reason, when they came along and stole Abraham's God, they changed his name. Mm, how did they have the audacity to do that? How can you go and steal someone else's God? And then after you steal him, you change his name to something else because you don't like it. You want to call him something else because no, I'm from Arabia. So I'm going to call him Allah, even though that was not his name. They changed his name. That's the first point I want to make. Second point I want to make is that they, for, they prayed to Jerusalem. Yo, pause. Did she just put that on her forehead? It was listen, 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 listen. It was there the whole time. She, I, she went like this. I think she just put it like on her forehead. No, nah, that was there, bro. Yeah. We say oh. Allah. Um, I believe uh, Christians say Yahweh, right? Um, you know, sick people, they say Waiguru. Uh, Hindus, they say Brahma. Everyone believes in one God. It's just different names. It doesn't mean there's multiple gods now, you ignorant fool, but... Ten whole Yeah, years. it's... Hold up, pause, 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 pause. It's called different languages. Yeah. Like if I say if I say God in English, it's mm. God. Mm. If I say God in Spanish, it's Dios. Mm. If I say God in Portuguese, it's mm. Deus. Mm. If I say God in Arabic, it's Allah. Mm. And then if you say God in Hebrew, which I have no idea how to properly pronounce it it would be like that so mm. like you said it's it's different pronunciations in different mm. languages so you know the oh man like, you know the arab, what, what is going on in you mind? know arab christians call god allah as well yeah so yeah. it's it's the ignorance bro but let's finish this clip when prophet muhammad the false prophet when he founded the nation of islam he had them facing <laughs> you know how when they pray they have to face toward mecca at the kaaba well, at first for 10 years he had them facing towards jerusalem to pray for 10 whole years and then he said he had a vision he said he had a vision and oh and god um sent the message to him to change the direction of the prayer and now face towards the kaaba in mecca this happened 10 years later so they talk about christianity and how there are so many changes and divisions in the bible but then their own leader muhammad who started the religion actually changed the direction of the prayer he actually changed the direction in which they seek after the father when you pray that's the most important part of your life because that's your communication with the creator that's how you communicate with the one you love and serve so if that's the most important part and he has changed that and has you facing towards a different direction where he is not there then how are you speaking to him for one you can't be speaking to him because you have changed his name that's not the same god that abraham had if that's not abraham's god so can't be your god because of that then it can't be your god because he has you facing went from jerusalem which he wasn't over there either but now he has you facing towards mecca and another fact about that is the fact that before muhammad came along in the kaaba in mecca is where they used to house all their pagan gods all the statues of the pagan gods were housed right inside of that very kaaba inside of that very kaaba where he has you facing and he has you walking around it multiple times a day inside of there where that black stone is there used to be statues of pagan idol gods that's where they were so why did he want you to face the same place that the pagan gods used to be this is the raw truth that they don't want you to hear. Nah. Nah. <laughs> I don't bro. think... Come on. Like this. 
Oh man. Refute it, Rami. Refute the prayer I, direction I, right please. now. Bro. I don't please, I don't think, please. I don't think there was one thing that she said that is not common knowledge that like almost every single Muslim knows. Allah. Okay, where do I start? First and foremost, with the name Allah. It's well it's so funny that she actually like the Prophet just made this, you know, belief up about Allah and 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 put it onto this Abrahamic God and stuff. The the Arabs that were there before, even the pagans, they believed in Allah, one true God, creator, and they referred to him as Allah. Same thing with the Christians, same thing with the Jews that were there, the Jews that were there speaking Arabic. They all called him Allah. And Allah literally just means the God. So no matter how you look at it, no matter how you look at it, like that was honestly the stupidest point I think that she made. But there are some high contenders up there. So let's go through them, inshallah. <laughs> then she says that the Prophet changed the religion, changed the religion. If it's a prophet of God, then and God instructs him to, he changes the religion. The problem with the Bible is you don't have Jesus changing the religion, changing what's, what, what ought to be done. You have random people over like nine centuries changing things in a book who we don't even know who they are. We don't know what the originals are, what they originally said, if it even goes back to Jesus. And you have things that New Testament scholars have admitted are fabrications and do not go back to Jesus. That is the problem, not the prophet of God, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Um, being instructed by God to face the Kaaba. Next, um, you mentioned there were pagan idols in the Kaaba. I think every Wait, single pause, Muslim... pause. Yes. Pause, brother. She's not a Christian. Did I say she was? I know you know this. You no, no, but you you mentioned the Bible. No, she. And I know if, if she were if she believe Hebrew she's not Israelites. Jewish. No, yeah, no Hebrew Israelites. They they listen, only believe in the New Testament. They they believe in both. They believe the the lost sheep of Israel, the children of Israel, but they also believe in Jesus in the Bible. That's why she mentioned the Bible. Hebrew Israelites actually believe in it, which is it's, it's absurd. It's crazy. Hmm. It's crazy because Paul was clearly, clearly, very clearly teaching things that Jews are avidly against. And by the way, she's the only Jew I know of or the only Hebrew Israelite that I know of that has claimed the Prophet ﷺ in Islam is not in line with, with Jewish beliefs. She's the only person ever. Mm. As far as I know. Now, moving on back to the uh, the Kaaba and the, the pagan idols and all that. I don't think there's one Muslim on the face of the earth that doesn't know that that was a state of of um, Arabia and Mecca uh, before the Prophet ﷺ came with prophethood in Islam. And why is that an issue? Did the children of Israel not worship a golden calf? Did the children of Israel not turn away from God like a thousand times and break the covenant like a thousand times? Are you then going to say that, oh, since they did that and they were like that, the religion's messed up and it's a, it's a pagan religion because they worship a golden calf, all that. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Uh, are there not Christians in, uh, you know, Palestine today that worship Jesus and do all that stuff? Are you going to say that, oh, look at this holy land now, it's ruined, it's tarnished? And if you go to Mecca and the Kaaba today, do you find one uh, idol anywhere? Mm -hmm. No, the Prophet ﷺ, he actually came and he, this is a point for Islam. I don't know why you even made this. This is, this is your reckoning. This is so stupid. The Prophet ﷺ came and he wiped out paganism. He wiped out the idols from Mecca and Medina, from the Holy Land. <laughs> I don't know where you're trying to go with that. But, well, it's, it's, it's very she sad. She literally man. said, Muhammad Sallallahu is the son of Lucifer. Astaghfirullah, bro. I really hope it's ignorance and not arrogance. It's both. And may Allah guide her, bro, because for what she's saying, yeah. this isn't like common knowledge. This isn't like things that people are saying that are ill-informed. This is stuff that she's saying because she knows what it is, but... A part of it just doesn't want to accept it, bro. There's so much ego in that, bro. Yeah. They stole it from us. They stole it from me. It's almost like me, me, me. Yeah. What? Man, bro, think about this. Think about this, all right? She's talking about the direction. 
that of which we pray. Okay. Just, just think about this. Allah says in the Quran, and I'm probably going to butcher this, so if you know it exactly word for word, please chime in. Uh, but Allah says in the Quran, in whichever way you turn, and whichever way you face, and wherever you are, like, you are facing me. Like, my face is there. So, if for some reason you have no idea in which direction the Kaaba is, and you pray in some random direction, you're still praying in the direction of Allah. You're still praying in the direction of God. So, whether we're praying in one direction, or praying in the direction of the Kaaba, we're still praying to the direction of God. Hmm. It's just that the change in direction was to uh, distinguish who were the true believers at the time and hmm. who were the ones who, you know, who weren't. It. Yeah. I just want to make a quick clarification that Anhel is not talking about Allah being omnipresent, that Allah is everywhere physically, but Allah is omniscient, that he is everywhere in all-knowing and in knowledge and the all-wise. But uh, let's continue, bro. The ignorance, man, the ignorance. Shalom. So now I would like to share with you all, Lord Jesus wants me to come share with you all how I became the wife of Lord Jesus, how that happened and why I'm here, why I was sent. I wrote a book in 2020. Um, I started at the end of 2019. Before I knew who I was, Lord Jesus placed it on my spirit to write this book. And the book literally matches things in the book of Revelation. It matches the Bible, which is so powerful. And I didn't even know who I was when I wrote this book. So that's what makes it so powerful. So I want to point out things in the scriptures and also read some of my book to you, how my book ended, that shows that how it matches the book of Revelation and how I became the wife of Lord Jesus. Um, there are reasons that the Jews are, are over there in Israel right now expecting another Messiah. They are expecting a Messiah, because, or not another, but a Messiah because they knew that Jesus did not fulfill the prophecies from the Old Testament. They knew that he did not fulfill those prophecies. So they are ignoring, they know that someone else is going to show up and now is the time for that to happen. When Bro, isn't that Dajjal? Yeah, that's that's the thing. Most of the, the followers of the Dajjal in the beginning are going to be the Jews because no. they don't even believe in the Antichrist. A brand new body was going to be built up under the name of Israel. I, the Lord, was going to build up a brand new nation, a brand new body under the, the Lord Jesus Christ because the Father promised that in for eternity, for eternity, he was going to be the mighty God and the everlasting Father in our new earth. But before we go there, he was going to establish his kingdom here on earth, defeat Lucifer once and for all, and we will go to our new earth, establish righteousness upon this earth so his glory could be revealed upon this earth. And he sent his wife, the queen of the south, like it says in the book of Matthew, the re in the regeneration of the son of man. It's going to happen. And the me, the queen of the south, stood up his wife on his behalf to bring in righteousness into his kingdom. Let's read Acts chapter 1 and verse 6. When they were therefore come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? So this is after he was resurrected. The disciples asked him, well, now since you have resurrected, you have been raised from the dead now, will you now return the kingdom to Israel? Will you now restore the kingdom into, unto Israel? This is what the disciples asked of him. And then he said, 
And then, and he answered and said unto them, it is not for you to know the time or the seasons which the father has put in his own power. So there is going to be a time when he's going to come and restore the kingdom to Israel, not just come in the rapture, but come to restore the kingdom to Israel, come and defeat sin and come and bring in righteousness and then come and deliver us to our new earth like it says in Matthew 25 and 31 that the son of man is going to come and divide the sheep from the goat and then shall the king say unto them on his right hand come ye blessed of my father and inherit the kingdom prepared for you part two coming up I just want to give a quick disclaimer right now that I'm not a doctor yet so I can't be giving a medical diagnosis officially right so we don't want to get a strike but if I had to give a personal diagnosis, I would say that, you know, when you look at feminists and, and just women that are in their 30s, 40s, they just, they haven't had men. They haven't had intimacy. Just see how, the, how they're just literally psycho, bro. And they just go around spewing nonsense. Mm -hmm. Looking at this woman and the beliefs that she has, it makes sense that there's probably no one else alive on earth that's this ideologic, like idiotic, bro. There's no way. So she probably just never found a guy she's compatible with, never got love, never got intimacy. She's out here being psycho. And it... It just makes sense, bro. Think about it. Queen of the South. Queen of the South, bro. Queen I mean, of the freaking ideological peasant, bro. Yeah, I mean, she claims to be the wife of Jesus. So, I mean, <laughs> she's clearly no one else's wife. But um, how, how does she know that the revelation she got wasn't from Lucifer? How does she know that she's not Lucifer's wife all of a sudden? And that Lucifer just misguided her to write this book. And... Uh, Subhanallah, she didn't just steal from the Bible. <laughs> it's Wallah, it's 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 bro, I don't know what else to say to that. Like that's just like insanity, to be completely honest. I think that, like that has to be insanity. So Hebrews believe that Jesus is God. No, no. They don't they don't believe he's God, but they believe he's the Messiah. Well, she said Lord Jesus. That's something that the Christians refer to him as. Bro, I don't want to speak on everyone because a lot of people say one thing and mean one thing. I've heard of a lot of okay. people okay. called Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Lord, and they don't mean it in terms of God. And I know we shouldn't say that because only Allah is Lord and, you know, Savior and all the things that they attribute to Isa Alayhi So we don't want to say that to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But they're genuinely monotheistic and they believe in Allah and they know Prophet Muhammad is a, is a messenger, right? And they're Muslim, but they still call him Lord. But I don't know, it might just be what some people mean, bro. Yeah, bro. Can we just talk about the fact that as far as I could tell, she honestly believes she was prophesized in the Bible as being the queen of whatever, whatever it was. Queen of the South 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 whatever, yeah. Man, this... queen, of, queen of hell before queen of the South, bro, at this rate. Bro, and she says that that um that that this uh Messiah is gonna come down and that the father you know, God is going to basically defeat Lucifer, like uh, defeat Lucifer, defeat Shaitan, defeat the devil. Like, it, it's, it's not like that. Like, it, it's not like Lucifer is an equal to God, like a structural law that anyone would even think this. Like, if, if God really wanted to, God could just snap his fingers and the devil's done. That Lucifer is done. So it's not all oh, defeat Lucifer. It, it's it's a time, a period of time. And this is all a test. Everything that's going on here is a test. And everything that's happening, it's happening by 
his lead. Like God is the one that's allowing all this to happen. It's all been written. Like there's reason for all this. So to say, oh, um, that Lucifer will be defeated. No, it's just, it's just the end of what's been prophesized. It's the end of what's already been written. And once that time comes, well, it's it's day of judgment. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's facts. We don't want to make this longer than than it needs to be. So, if you guys have anything else to say, go for it. But in closing, you know, remark from myself personally, like if you're watching this, and this is to the sister bro on the video, you know, all jokes aside, you know, because if you're gonna spew nonsense, you're gonna get nonsense back. So expect some heat. But aside from that, genuine Nasiha, genuine one-on-one from me to you. Do some research. Go deeper into this rabbit hole of, you know, introductory fundamentals about Islam because it is a rabbit hole because the more you go, the more you realize how much you actually don't know. And that's with anyone intelligent in life. And they'll tell you the same, that the deeper you go into Islam, the more you try to refute it, the more you can. But obviously don't go into it, you know, trying to refute it. And this is to anyone that's in a similar predicament, anyone that, because we got a lot of Hebrew Israelites, bro, in our in our channel, just watching and, and agreeing with some things, disagreeing with some things. But let me tell you this. Simple, right? If Allah, God, whatever you want to call Allah, whatever you want to call him, created all of us, why would he favor one ethnicity, one race, more than the others? Race being something nobody can control. How does that make any sense? In Islam, it's so pure, it's so clean. You know, the Prophet told us that an Arab is is no better than a a non-Arab and vice versa, right? And again, it's like I said in the previous video that we talked about when we were, you know, reacting to the Hebrew Israelite. Uh, everyone at some point in time, their skin color was black. So if you think it's race, if you think the color of your skin makes a difference, well, just remember everyone had the same color skin at one point in time. It's the fact that we started branching out, moving to different areas of the world different climates, different amounts of sunlight, with different amounts of sunlight, your skin adapts to be able to basically accept vitamin D from the sun. So if if you're higher up north, your skin is going to be more pale than if you're closer to the equator because your skin has to be able to get more sunlight. Now, someone who's pale, they can be in the sun for like five, ten minutes. They'll get all the sunlight they need. Someone who's dark skin, someone who's black, they need to be in the sun for like over an hour to get the same sunlight that that pale person would get in five to 10 minutes. Just let that sink in, mm-hmm. you know? And then the last thing that I want to say is uh, those who claim to know everything are usually the ones who are ignorant because the ones who are wise and intelligent, you know, not trying to boast or anything, but just, the ones who are wise and intelligent know that they don't really know anything. The more you learn, the more you realize that you know nothing. So it's like, you have to be humble. You have to be humble and you have to keep looking for answers because even us talking here and saying certain things, like we still continue to seek answers. We still continue to learn. Yeah. It's not like we get something and we're like, oh, no, nah, this is it. 100%, this is it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Any mistakes we made in the videos from us and Allah Ta'ala knows best. Yeah, subhanAllah. And uh, just to kind of back up on Hill's point with an analogy, uh, I can't remember when I thought of this. I think I was talking to an Ahmadi guy once, but basically, 
in the vast in the vast ocean of knowledge that exists out there, a lot of people, you know, they're sitting at land, they're sitting on the land thinking that they reached the shore. It's because they never left to begin with. That's the only reason they're there. It's because they never even set out on that, that adventure. They never set out to the ocean of knowledge. They just they're at the shore thinking, Oh, I made it. This is very sad, subhanAllah. So with that I want to say that any belief you have, back it up with some kind of evidence. It is never enough to presuppose your beliefs to be true and then to look at life and to, to deem things true or false or from the devil or from God based off your presupposition. You must prove it. And if God created us with the logic and rationality, we ought to use that logic and rationality. Why would God create us with the, these intellectual building blocks that turn us away from Him? Because when you look at the evidence, you find that what you say doesn't add up. You find that Islam has clear proof and evidence and even miracles that you can examine today with the Qur'an in the Qur'an. If you want to call it scientific miracles and all of that, go for it. The, the, the linguistic miracle of the Qur'an is enough and it's clear and it's sent to this day. So back everything you say with knowledge and, and, and logic and rationality. And if you can't, then please kindly uh, you know, keep you and your hijab to yourself, inshallah. And the last thing that I want to say, I know I keep saying this, but... The last thing I really want to say, and this is regards to the first clip that we, we were looking at, like, she was really angry. And um, the way she was coming off, and then she said something like, peasant, like, keep your peasant thoughts here, whatever it is, peasant mouth, I don't know. She said something that was very demeaning, very, like, putting these people down because this person said, oh, you look like a Muslim, right? Like, if you think about all the religions, Abrahamic religions, and, and just all religions in general, and spiritual practices in general, like for the most part, the biggest piece of the puzzle that they all share is that we need to do good. We need to be good people in this world. Right now, not, there's, there's a piece missing, which obviously when you get into the Abrahamic religions, you understand, okay, it's worship one God, right? Be a good person. But worship one God. This is what all the prophets, peace be upon them, all of them, this is what they all brought down. Be a good person. Worship one God. I don't think her coming off and expressing herself in this manner is fulfilling the first one. 100%. So that's something that she needs to hold herself accountable for because like Muhammad Hijab said when he was referencing uh, Umar Ibn Khattab Is it really Allahu Anhu or really Allahu Anhu? Radiallahu Anhu Radiallahu Anhu Jazakallah oh, yeah. he, he said that Hold yourself accountable Before the day that you yourself Are held accountable So sis, You gotta hold yourself accountable For real, for real any of the loyalty to him peeps that made it this far that are wondering when did Muhammad hit up say this, you know, on an episode, bro, on a podcast with us, it's going to drop soon, inshallah, or if it's already dropped and you already know, stay tuned for that, inshallah, only the loyalist T3M peeps made it this far, so comment down below, yes. hashtag come to the truth, and with that being said, I was about to say, hashtag hijab 10. All right, there we go then, hashtag hijab 10, because now no one's going to know where that's from if they didn't make it to the end. Uh-huh. All right. With that being said, Allahumma atina fi dunya hasana wa fil akhirati hasana wa kina adab nar. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wassalamu wa rahmatullahi. I think there's another thing too. It's it's the perseverance aspect too. Like we're more willing to stick through with things that we set out with an intention.
it's impossible to have empathy for others if you're not patient. So may Allah bless you for that. First of all, I'm going to agree with the fact that the whole thing you said about friends, where it's like if, if they're affecting you more than you're affecting them, then you should probably get some new friends. You want to be investing stocks, shares, bonds. You want to be investing in crypto because there's this thing called inflation, which means every year that passes by, the value of a dollar goes lower and lower and lower. And the reason being is because they're printing more money, right? That's why money is haram. At least the paper money is haram. Provided that you're actually there and you're being a good father and the mother's being a good mother, best conditions. And behind the mic, Hamza, Andreas, Zortzis, we will go in with our final three with brother Anhel, inshallah. Inshallah, bismillahirrahmanirrahim. It's not just a responsibility on you. It's a responsibility on all the children, especially your father. In our private area is very elastic. And yeah, if you go too fast, the skin will literally crease up into like the edge of like the little clipper things. And you will literally clip your skin. You don't want to be on YouTube or the internet or anything that, that amount of time. But it's, it's the, the fact is that's what we're doing.